here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. SAFM 106.6 FM in Mangawung. It is the art of everything with myself, Bridget Masinga, on this uh, Friday evening as we kickstart your weekend. And uh, we're starting the show by talking to uh, the founder of the House of Gazdawa, uh, Agatha Carolina, joins me on the line right now, presumably from Cape Town. How are you doing, Agatha? Hi, Bridget. Lovely to chat to you. Awesome stuff. Uh, let's talk all things perfumery and scents, shall we? Um <laughs> I think when one thinks of perfumes and scents, uh, you know, and the one thing that comes to my mind is, ooh, Paris, and then you think Mediterranean, you think, you know, East Asian countries. I don't think South Africa or Africa for that matter. Do we have a, a heritage and a history of, of indigenous smells and scents? Bridget, that's an amazing question, and first and foremost, that's the very thing which I'm fighting very strong and working to to break, because, yes, traditionally, perfume has lived in the realm of France, of uh, Arab Emirates in the last um, couple of decades, mm. and I'm really, really interested to change that from Middle East and from Europe and focus a lot um, by bringing Africa in of scent, um, especially in a perfume world where no one has believed that perfume exists, which quite honestly is not really true. Um, Just to give you an example, we can look back into some of the oldest ingredients in perfumery in history, Mm. even back to biblical times like frankincense or myrrh, which we all know very well. Um, These are from Africa. These are scents which are directly derived from Africa, and, and these have been used in perfumery as long as perfumeries existed. So I think we have a very strong history, including in South Africa, within our indigenous plants. You see, now you bring up something that makes me go, oh, Bridget, your Google search was not that extensive. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, when <laughs> you do a quick Google search, should be perfume ingredients from Africa. <laughs> and you forget <laughs> about uh, things like frankincense and such. Uh, but it's it's beautiful to, to know that Africa has had a place in the world of perfumery. And now it's just really about reclaiming uh, that place. Um, the story of the House of God's Dower. Firstly, maybe let's start with the name. Because w- okay. when I hear the name itself, uh, Agatha, I, I, I also think, oh, okay, this sounds like an, an interesting name. It's, it sounds, I don't know where to place it, actually. I, I don't know whether, I actually don't know where to place it. Let me not guess. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty cool. I'm very happy that it doesn't really get placed as a, let's call an African name or a European name because... Um, to be very honest, it's it's a Polish name. It's the heritage of my family from where um, my line originates from. I'm a first-generation South African. Uh-huh. Um, but you know what? To be like, to be very honest, there's Kwame Nkrumah um, made this beautiful uh, quote, which says, "I'm not African because I was born in Africa, yes, but because Africa was born in me." Mm-hmm. And I started House of Gustava uh, after living for seven years in Europe and doing my studies there after graduating here. Mm-hmm. And my grandmother was the one that taught me how to smell. She taught me how to create tinctures, and mm-hmm. she was also one of the biggest pushes towards me moving back to Africa because she was always convinced it's in my blood and uh, given her age she couldn't move back with us but yes. <laughs> she would have been here in a heartbeat she loved it all the time she was here 
Um, so, yeah, so I think that that was, you know, one part of it is a heritage to my family um, and the, because they taught me what I know. And the second heritage is really to the fact that I chose to live here. I choose to make this my home. And I think that once everyone has experienced Africa and its various countries, its incredible cultures, the botanics, the dynamics, mm. you choose Africa. Like, yes. That's the beauty. You you don't get pulled here only for work or only for something. You get pulled here because it holds something within you deeply. Mm. Um, and I want to explore that through botanics. We're talking to the founder of the House of Gazdawa, uh, Agatha Carolina, who, as you can uh, tell herself, has quite the rich and extensive uh, cross-cultural heritage. Uh, just your names alone, by the way. The minute I saw Carolina, I remembered uh, a friend of mine, Carolina Skripczyk, and I was like, this is definitely a Polish <laughs> name. <laughs> so there must very, be some Polishness. Well <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, we, we're good at getting around. <laughs> no, absolutely. But that's the way we should be as human beings. Uh, you know, we should not belong to any one region or any one uh, country. We are children of this world. Um, and I love the fact that you speak and you bring up your grandmother because I read somewhere that, uh, you know, part of the homage of, of House of Gustava is really uh, around the story of, of your grandmother and the two generations sharing history, uh, you know, through through scent, through texture um, and through memory. Very much so. Very, very much so. So um, basically the the whole context of, of what we're doing with the brand is and what I was taught through my family heritage was was actually connecting exactly to that, to roots to be able to, we were, we were very, like, my whole family was very humble, let's say this. Um, mm. Even though my mother's side is aristocratic, uh, our family lost everything already before she was born um, to the Russians, to everything, like history, basically. Mm. I don't want to get too dramatic into that context, but yeah. But basically, we were lost without anything. Mm. All we had was our stories. Our stories and some tiny little mementos, which my grandparents managed to run away with, mm. um, and the things that we were taught. And I think that's something which everyone can connect to. We're taught through our family, down the family line, and especially again once here in Africa. Our families are so important here. You see so much more still connection of generational knowledge things that are passed down, the ways that we pass down. I mean, just in Cape Town, for example, how many cultures are dynamically put in this tiny city bowl that I'm standing and looking at right now? Mm. It's phenomenal. You have so many people crossing over, and then you start spreading into different regions and different cities in the country and then throughout the continent. It's it's mind-blowing. Yeah. And yet, you know, that's, that's something I wanted to see. Like, we all can connect through that. We all can connect on our heritage, on our linearship, and, like, what we learn in life, what we continue to pass down, mm. and also what we learn from, from things around us, as yeah. simple as the weather or, you know, plants, anything, really. Yeah, so true. Heritage and stories are really the things that connect us as people. And I love the fact that in your building the brand, um, and you've been around since uh, 2015, if I'm not mistaken, yes? That is correct, yes. And, and is, in your yeah. building a brand, you've had a few interesting uh, um, events and interactions, <laughs> and you've collaborated even with, with some people in your life that are very personal to you and brought out collections that, that really are centered around specific individuals. Yes, yeah, that's very correct. Actually, my founding collection um, 
It was a twofold thing. Because I'm an autodidact, so I'm a self-taught perfumer. Um, oh. I didn't study this in France. I, I spent years um, researching and testing, and then one day decided to put all of my eggs in one basket and decided to follow my passion. Um, yeah, and basically what I decided to do, because I, I found, you know, coming from a very different place of work, um, I didn't want to be arrogant and start talking about different places around the world which didn't connect with anybody. Mm. Uh, but I did think the one thing that we can connect with, and also coming from a, a very conceptual design background as a curator and a project initiator, I thought differently about that as well. Mm. And I was thinking, well, as people, what do we connect to and what does perfume and smell represent to us? Mm. Um, and for me, it's very much like wearing your clothes. You get dressed in the morning because you feel a certain way or you want to be a certain person or you, you know, you want to, the world to see you in some way. Absolutely. Uh, and your smell for me is really like that. So the first six perfumes were created as the personas of people which we can wear every single day. And these are all real people in my life. And all of those personas make up me because they impacted me. Yes. But they're not unique to me, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. So, you know, one day you can be the aristocrat. The next day you can be an adventurer. The following day you can be the philosopher. You can be the lovers, you know, the romantic. It, the list goes on. And so this is the, the very essence from which I derived the concepts of first fragrances. So with that in mind and everything we've now learned about the House of uh, mm -hmm. Gustava, I'm now intrigued to know what is, what is your thing? What is your signature? Because I find that every... Uh, perfume house especially has a particular signature particular style that undertones ah. everything that they do that is that is a really great question thank you so much for that it's actually something i've been dying to be asked and no one ever has because <laughs> <laughs> it's not an easy one um so look i can i can now give you a relatively first base answer because it's six years down the line yeah. um so it will probably change in another couple of years, <laughs> so I won't pretend. But I think definitely the one thing which I which I treasure the most in creating each of my perfumes is they are highly complex in their scent. Mm -hmm. You will sniff a perfume and you'll not be like, oh, I can smell an orange or I can smell a frankincense or mm. I can smell a lavender. No, no, no. no, it's not simple. It will... You'll get murmurs of certain things which you recognize, but then they waft away and they come back and then they represent themselves completely differently. Mm -hmm. And they're, they're just, when I, like the idea for creating these perfumes is that I want it to be so luxurious and so intriguing that when you smell it, you, you want to stick your nose in there. You want to like wear it. You want to feel it all over your body and yeah, really like go on an adventure. Uh -huh. The whole point is like, you know, go smell your way through memories, through new ideas, create new ones, like create a world around you. So, yeah, complex complexity and and, and refinement. Um, oh. I'm trying to see what we can do. My, my interest is looking at, like, how can I work with, with botanics from, from Africa, especially the southern hemisphere is quite mm. intense in terms of their, their characteristics. Okay. Um, like, they're quite strong. So um, it's very, very delicate to work with them to be able to create a very harmonious balance in which, like, one smell. Say, for instance, we're very familiar with Mpepo, yes. um, a lot of us. Yeah, so as far as just working with Mpepo, it's a very strong oil once it's been expressed um, from the plant. Mm -hmm. um, and if you're not, like, after, it's taken me years to master 
working with it. Um, literally, I've had it in my library for five years, and it's only recently I got brave enough to actually produce something with it. So, and, yeah, it's when you sit at something and you look at it like squarely in the eyes, and you're like, I don't know how to work with you yet, but yes. I will come back. Wow. So, um, yeah, it, it takes a lot of time. And so that's, that's kind of the way. I think for now, uh, complexity and refining fragrances that, that yeah, our our botanics can stand on an international stage mm. and stand beside you know great niche perfumes and cult perfumes of the world um, at large at the moment um, and be able to perform at the same quality and, and be recognized the same way. Well, listen, uh, Agatha, I'm definitely going to go check you guys out online uh, and see if I can find something that leans towards a more romantic, I'm that girl, as, as complex oh. as I can be, I'm also very simple. <laughs> so, you know, you, you hit all the touch points when you said to me that, uh, you know, a perfume is like wearing your clothes because I'm that person. I've had the same perfume for so many years until the they discontinued it. I'm not even going to give them a shout out because... I wanted to send them a scathing letter all the way to Paris to go, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you? Uh, and then I moved on over to a very niche fragrance house from Italy that came oh, very close to, to what I was so used to. And when I moved, mm. even my friends were sore for me. They said, you know, we, we, we can smell you when you've been here because that has been your signature for so long. So to oh. be on like your last bottle and having to move to a different perfume, we feel the sadness for you. <laughs> <laughs> that but is you our... know what you said? Yes. You can see it as a, as a great opportunity. I think with every change, it's new experience, it's new stories to tell yourself. And every every perfume is like a, not, another chapter in your life. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and my, my mom's that girl. For every chapter in her life, there's got to be a different scent. Uh, oh, I love that. I love that. <laughs> it was so lovely to talk to you. You've definitely got us intrigued about the House of God's Dower. We will check it out. Uh, we can find you online, www.houseofgodsdower.co.za.com. Uh, yes, it's dot com. That's correct. Awesome stuff. Agatha, yeah. thank you so much for taking the time. Um, and thank congratulations you, on six years in the game. Uh, and we wish you six more years and many more after that. That was uh, Agatha Carolina, the founder of the House of Gostava, and you can find them on thehouseofgostava.com if uh, you'd like to check out what she and her team have been up to. But she's definitely sparked our interest right here in studio, and I think we'll be checking out some of her collections to see if we can find anything that leans towards the more romantic side of life. It's just gone 22, 8 o'clock.